It's Randalus. Welcome to the SEO Rand. I am your host, Morty Overton. You may know me better as Sam Murch's head of communications, but I will remind you that this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with that. This is pure, unofficial Morty magic slash mania. When does the SEO rant come out? Usually on Thursdays, once a week on Thursdays. But it's, you know, if I don't have time to do it, I don't do it. This is sort of a side thing that I do on the side, which is what a side thing is. You do it on the side. Where can you find the SEO rant? You can find it at the SEO rant.com. Painfully obvious. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and absolutely crappy podcasts are found. We are there as well. Also, check us out on Twitter at SEO Rant or just check me out on Twitter at Morty Oberstein. That was so vain. Anyway, for your listening pleasure, today we have the founder of Minutia or the managing director of Minutia. If I botch that, he's going to let me know in a second. He is George Cassiotis. How are you? Hello, Morty. Uh, everything is going well here. And I think that this was the fastest intro I ever had. Uh, and uh, good to be here. <laughs> so my, my line typically is I'm from New York originally. We talk fast. It's a disease. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I like it. To be honest with you, I like it. It's, it, it, it is what it is. If, if you love it, great. If you don't like it, you probably tuned out already. So whatever. So yeah, yeah. we have a really, first off, wait, by the way, what is Minutia? What do you do? How does it work? L- sure, lay so- on the plug thick. Yeah, yeah. So Minusia is a content SEO agency. We serve mainly B2B SaaS companies and uh, we launched the agency back in January 2020, last year. Not a good time uh, to launch a, a new agency considering what followed with uh, COVID-19. But uh, right now we are six people and uh, growing um, and um, we are serving mostly companies from the US and English speaking countries that would be uh, all, I guess. That's good on you for starting a business in COVID. I guess it, I guess it's probably at the beginning was very like freaky. What do we do now? But as the world moved to digital, kind of the right time, in a lot of ways. I, I yeah, I must agree. Like the beginning was very, uh, very frightening, as as you mentioned, because like you 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 decide to uh, to take the leap and do something new to try something new uh, because you know my background was that I was a freelancer and I was doing freelance work uh, for some clients and I decided you know I either uh, will launch something and uh, try to grow it uh, and grow a team around it or I will just you know uh, go work uh, at another company because I couldn't uh, continue working uh, as a as a freelancer anymore. And this thing happened and it was really disappointing. I was like, you know, should this uh, thing happen now? But like in the, in the um, moving forward, as, as you correctly uh, mentioned, uh, and we see that everything is going uh, digital, there is a, uh, an acceleration uh, that's happening right now. Um, I would say that the timing was probably right, even though the first indications were not, you know, as good. Well, I'm really happy to hear that. Which brings us to our topic for today, a bottom-up approach to building topical authority for your website. What the heck does that mean? Walk us through sure. it. Sure. So first of all, let's take a, a step back and try to explain how Google works nowadays. Google works with associations, okay? We need to uh, help Google associate us 
with the topics that we want to be associated with. And these topics, in most cases, are connected to our products capabilities. If we are a software as a service, for example, a SaaS company, or our services, if we are selling uh, professional services. Okay, so we need to help Google make the right associations as to what um, our business is all about. Okay, now there are uh, very few exceptions of websites uh, that have managed to associate uh, their uh, business uh, with many different topics. The best example is Wikipedia, okay? Uh, Wikipedia uh, could be considered um, a top, uh, an authority uh, in many, many different uh, fields, okay? But this is uh, an exception, okay? Uh, and at the same time, we have to uh, acknowledge the fact that competition when it comes to SERPs and uh, both from a paid perspective, but also from a search perspective, is getting more intense. And thus, I would say uh, we have to be uh, way more targeted with our efforts when it comes to uh, building uh, topical authority. Having that said, it is better to try to build small libraries uh, inside our blog. Uh, some people also call those uh, libraries topic clusters. Um, you can call them however you like. Uh, instead of trying to build uh, publications like most websites and businesses uh, do. And those small libraries have to be tightly connected to, as I mentioned previously, uh, the capabilities of our business in order to help Google make the right associations uh, for our business. Okay. So the fact that uh, there are uh, very few websites on the web that uh, have managed to associate uh, themselves, their business uh, with many uh, different topics and also the fact that competition on the SERPs, uh, both from a paid perspective and from a search perspective, organic search perspective is getting more intense, shows us that we have to be very targeted with our efforts when it comes to content SEO, okay? In that context, it is recommended that we try to approach SEO uh, by essentially trying to build small libraries on our website instead of trying to have a website that works as a publication. Some people call those libraries uh, topic clusters. You can call them however you like. The essence is that uh, you need to have very specific hubs uh, of information that cover very, very specific topics. And these are the topics that um, you want Google to associate you with, okay? Now, let's use an example here just to make this uh, a bit more clear. And for the sake of example, let's assume that you are an enterprise CRM software, okay? If you think about enterprise CRM software, uh, one of the most obvious things that you would like to do right away, essentially, when it comes to organic search and paid search, for that matter, is to launch a page that targets the term uh, enterprise CRM software, okay? But even if you do that, Google, at this point, um, cannot yet associate you with enterprise CRM software, and thus cannot trust you entirely in order to uh, rank you in uh, the top of the search results, okay? So you have to take a step back and you have to start thinking what kind of associations you would like Google to make for your business, for your software as a service business, 
uh, in order for you to have a chance of ranking for the term enterprise CRM software, which is your target term. Now, some of the topics that you'd like to be associated with are more obvious. For example, since we are talking about CRM sales and others will not be as obvious. For example, lead generation, email outreach, cold calling, and even marketing. And the next step here, once you identify those topics and you, know, you, you would like to start building essentially your uh, topic clusters, your information hubs uh, you, within your website uh, in order to start building topical authority from the bottom up is to uh, start coming up with the subtopics. Um, some people call them keywords. Um, you can call them however you like. The, the, uh, the essence is that uh, you need to uh, essentially con conduct a research and identify all the topics that fall under uh, your main uh, topical categories. And uh, just to give you an example here, since we are talking about sales, you need to talk about things like sales enablement, uh, sales process, tips, automation, uh, cycle strategy, funnel, or even you know, a list of the best sales books. And uh, if we're talking about uh, topics that may not be as obvious, such as lead generation, email outreach, cold calling and marketing, you have to do essentially the, the same thing, okay? Uh, when you want to establish yourself as, a, as an authority in the topic of lead generation, you have to talk about prospecting, lead qualification, lead scoring, uh, lead nurturing, lead magnets, demand generation, and so on and so forth. So I would say that these are all essential uh, if you want to start uh, getting authority, building topical authority in the eyes of Google uh, so that you can be associated uh, with the topics that are of interest to you and thus having a chance of ranking on the SERPs. Now, before uh, I close this, let me just say that uh, here in general, we have uh, four stages when it comes to how Google works. We have uh, discovery. Google has to discover your con, then it has to crawl your con, then it has to index your con or at least decide whether it will index your content or not. And then it has to rank your content. What we have described, building topical authority, falls under the fourth uh, action, which is, you know, where am I going to rank this? Okay. But in order for Google to make a decision that, okay, I know that this website has talked a lot about sales. And also it seems that the web uh, accepts this um, website as a trustworthy resource when it comes to sales, lead generation, cold calling, email outreach, and all these interesting things, uh, then I can give them a chance to rank in the top of the results. But in order for that to happen, you need to tackle all uh, the small terms and the associated terms for the target topics that you are uh, targeting and that are important to you. You're speaking my language with this whole thing. Like, so speaking my language with this whole thing. I've been talking about this for a long time. So I wait, wait, so many points. One is the Wikipedia point. I think about that a little bit differently. I don't think Wikipedia is the exception. I think it's Wikipedia almost as the rule. Like, I, the way I view it is that Google's profiling sites and describing them a certain identity. In other words, Google's looking at sites almost like an entity, which aligns to what Google does in general. So why wouldn't it do it with your website? It understands that um, Wikipedia's identity is a knowledge provider. It's, a, it's an encyclopedia. So therefore, everything becomes relevant to it. Like that, not that I, I think you just, I, I just, I, I just think it's a cool point to talk about, but that's a little bit of a sidetrack. One of the things that I really like this idea, okay, so topic clusters, right? 
let me know what you think about this. So Topical has been around forever. And the way you typically think about this is, by the way, about subtopics, not keywords, totally agree. Okay, so what are all of the questions that my, you know, if I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw the topic into, into SEMrush or whatever tool you're using. You're using SEMrush, of course. Um, I am so shameless about that. And you're, you're picking up all of the related questions that come under this topic. And I'll write about all of them. And now I'll have topical authority. See, I think the idea of topic clusters makes a lot of sense, but I do think that it's a little bit different now than it used to be. And while you might talk, I think building topical relevancy and topic clusters, while they overlap are very similar concepts, I don't think they're exactly the same anymore. And I think that people who are talking about topic clusters like it's 2015 are missing like one small nuance. I think it'd be a very big deal. And that's the idea that Google is looking at your site like an entity. So for example, you can have all the subtopics and then there's, but there's so many different ways you can take this. In other words, if you're, tr you're not trying to build topical authority so much as you're trying to build site identity and site identity has to do with not just the topics you talk about, but what you do with those topics. So to give a very terrible example, there's a bunch of questions or, or let's call them subtopics or topics that you need to address or want to address in your site. You can create um, reviews out of that. You can create guides. You can create how-tos. You can do a lot of different things with that. Certain types of content may or not, even though it's the same topic, may or may not make sense for your site to deal with because you're building identity versus, your, versus addressing a topic. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And here, that's, that's a very good point that you're making. And obviously, um, entities is, is a part of how, how the game is played nowadays and how Google gets an understanding of what is on a page. And if you want to take this a step further, what is on a, on a website as a whole, okay? Um, but a very good example here would be um, that we, we are talking about software, okay? And one of the things that most SaaS companies do nowadays is those uh, alternative pages and those, uh, you know, comparisons uh, between two different software and so on and so forth. Now, what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that uh, basically uh, you are a, a sales software, okay? And uh, you should be covering topics around sales, but that doesn't mean that you should be doing a comparison between two different software because in the eyes of Google, you are not the one who can do that. A review site like G2 or Captera can do that and can be as, as unbiased, quote unquote, as possible. Um, if that's what, what you're saying. Yeah? Correct. In other words, I'm saying that you, when you consider writing, a, you consider creating a topic cluster and building authority, you need to consider what intent you're applicable for or not applicable for. And if you're, if you're, overlapping or mix or misusing or mistargeting intents that takes away from your identity. It might not take away from your cluster. It may fit totally into your cluster, but if you think of clusters in terms of identity, as opposed to covering certain topics to build authority, but you look at identity as building authority. So then there's all these little very nuanced differences in how you approach things, which is, yeah, one case would be this, like uh, if, in other words, you might be covering the same topic, but do you want Google to think you're a review site? No. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that approach of the of the identity. Uh, but I, I think that this is 
even the topic cluster and you know the the way to build topical authority is something difficult difficult to convey and to explain and to educate uh, for us as an agency to educate for for our clients imagine if we had to explain that this uh you know topic uh, that we want to cover doesn't quite fit our uh, our identity uh, because the hard reality is that most website owners most businesses just want to see uh, results um, but I, I'm, I'm totally with you and I, I think that moving forward I'm not sure uh, to be honest with you if Google uh, is there yet but moving forward uh, there may be also an understanding on an identity level uh, because as I mentioned we have seen these alternative uh, pages and comparisons and so on you know they work uh, I don't know until when they will uh, work, but right now they work until right. Google says that this uh, cannot be, you know, produced by you. And I, I can't give you visibility for it because, you know, uh, you are essentially a competitor of that tool or you should not be talking for it because it's not in your identity, let's say. Right. So I'll tell you where I agree with you. I don't know if it's, it's definitely gaps in, in where Google can or can't do this. They're a little bit, I hate to use the word top level with it. It's a bad way to describe it, but categorical with it. So for example, you see a lot of the sites that get hit by the core updates, or at least back in the day when, you know, they were more famous, like um, draxx.com is like the, the most famous example of this. It's an informational site, but it has an underlying commerce identity. And that's where Google says, I don't trust you because, and this is where the whole EAT thing comes in. If you're an informational site, but you're really just using that as access points to get into your, your commerce activity. So then is, are you really writing that content for the, the betterment of the user? Or is that kind of, they just put up a page so that you have a place to put your banner at and internal links to your products. So I do see Google looking at identity that way. Are you an informational site or are you a commerce site? Fundamentally, I'm not saying you can't mix and match a little. Like if you're if you're e-commerce, you can certainly have a blog, but you're not going to. But don't use the blog just to push your product kind of thing. Or don't right. I definitely see Google being able to pick that up often or often enough to be like, not sure if we trust you because you're mixing and matching identities here, or it looks like you you really have one latent true identity that you're being disingenuous about your your overall identity with. I want to jump back to one point that you talked about with um, analyzing um, topics or subtopics. And I think maybe there's a mistake that people make with this. I'm curious what your thoughts are. So you, you get your list and this is, we'll blame the tools for this, not SEMrush, all the other ones. We'll blame the tools for this. You get your, you get your list of keywords or you get your list of questions and you just write, right? I'll enter this question. I'll enter that question. Maybe you get a little smart with it and think, okay, categorically, which categories do these questions think in? But what I find sometimes people lack in is, is analyzing it thematically. And I'll give you an example of this. So I'm a baseball nut. So whatever. But one case I was just, I was just messing around looking at, um, at baseball topics. And when you look at the World Series, which if you don't know baseball, that's the championship of American baseball. It's called the World Series. It has nothing to do with world, by the way, because it's just America. Now, it's very narcissistic and typical of America to think of it as the world. So it's very it makes sense. They would call it the World Series, but it has nothing to do with international baseball whatsoever, which, by the way, a bunch of the questions were, does the World Series have to do with international baseball? Is the World Series the same as the World Baseball Classic, which is an international competition? Uh, you have questions like, is the World Series the same as the Super Bowl? 
meaning you could target those, right? You could target, is the World Series the same as the International Baseball, the World Baseball Classic? And you could be very linear about it. Or you can say, you know what? There's a certain theme in all of these questions, which is there's a hell of a lot of confusion around the World Series that people are very confused about it. And you can take that and run with it. That's a very good point. But I would say that in most cases, um, SEO software nowadays, we all know that they have their limitations. Obviously, SEMRAS excluded. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, but uh, I'm not sure if we are there yet. Uh, from, you know, from our understanding of things, if we are uh, really into the topic and we know what we are talking about, yeah, we can understand it and, 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 you know, see that there is an obvious theme here. So, you know, there is not, there isn't the point to make 10 different pages. We just can cover all these pages, all these questions, all these things that people are looking for in just a single page um, that covers the whole uh, theme. But to be honest with you, Mori, I feel that nowadays keyword research and con creation to a certain extent is uh, done by people who are not you know, experts in that topic. So how can I, I, I have no idea about baseball. Okay. <laughs> and as an agency, yeah, we have our processes when it comes to, and we, we manage to pick up very quickly when it comes to new topics, but how can I know that, Hmm, there seems to be a theme that's emerging here. Maybe this could be a single page and we have to talk about it because, you know, Google expects to, to us to talk about it. Uh, if we want to be considered as a, as a trustworthy resource for that uh, topic, how can I know it? I'm not an expert. And this applies to, this is one of the reasons why most of the content out there nowadays feels plastic. You know, it has no opinion, it has no perspective. And uh, I think that the same, if you take this uh, a step, if you take a step back, I think the same applies to keyword resources as well. It's mostly done uh, using uh, uh, you know, SEO uh, keyword providers and uh, SEO software um, uh, and by people who are not experts in the topic. Yep. No, that's a really good point. And I think that that's where I, 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 I think people misuse the tools, over rely on them. A tool cannot think for you. Like a tool can give you um, information. It can give you a set of options. It can point you in a certain direction, but it can't think for you. At a certain point, if you're just going to do keyword research and not think about it, how good is that keyword research going to a topic research? It's called topic research. How good is that topic research going to be? But you bring up a good point and I don't have an, the content out there is plastic. I, I think very much that Google is aware of this. And I think Google very much is trying to incentivize way, ways for content creator businesses themselves to create the content or to be the content experts. I think that's why you see Google rewriting title tags more often now, to be honest with you. They want the sites to succeed. They want the small business to feel, I can write content, I can succeed. And even if they screw up the title, Google rewrite, we got you, we'll just rewrite it for you, no problem. Because it's important <laughs> yeah. to remember that most of the web is not optimized for, for SEO. Um, but yeah, what do you do? As an agency, how do you get in there and really understand that topic? Or do you collaborate with the business? Or do you do you let them weigh in and they, let them really create it? You fine tune it, what's... How does that work for you? That's a very good question. And I'll be completely open with you and honest here. We are using uh, tools that essentially uh, what they do is identity uh, entity extraction and identification. And they just share with you uh, a list of terms that you should 
uh, including your topic in, in your uh, piece of content in order to be considered as a you know relevant resource uh, these are all these terms are also entities okay uh, so we are using those tools but the the i would say the uh, the problem here is that most of the con looks, you know, uh, exactly as, you know, what's already out there. The solution, uh, and we have started, uh, you know, fighting back uh, the, the copycat content, let's say, uh, ourselves. The solution here is to add perspective and uh, quite honestly, and opinion uh, in, into your piece of content. Quite honestly, um, for us as an agency, as I mentioned, we are good at picking up very quickly at new topics, but that's not always easy. For, just to give you an example, we have a client uh, in the patent, patent uh, writing and editing uh, space. We have no idea about patents whatsoever. Okay, uh, They are building a, a new SaaS about patent writing. But what we do here is that, okay, we acknowledge the fact that we don't have any idea whatsoever when it comes to that topic. We will interview uh, the client. We will jump on a call. We will have questions. We will ask questions and we will get information that we will later use as part of our con so that it has the opinion of someone who you know, uh, knows what they are talking about. And just to put this in perspective, let's say that you want to do a list of alternatives uh, for you know, the category that you're, uh, let's say that you want to do a, a list of Salesforce alternatives. That's fine. You don't have to do a list of 25 Salesforce Salesforce alternatives, because quite frankly, no one wants that. Uh, people are looking for uh, a specific, a low number, let's say, of, of options that they can consider. But what you can do in order to make sure that you stand out from everything that's already out there is go on and actually try four, five uh, alternatives so that your piece of content uh, stands out because it has opinion in it. We have tried them and here is what we've learned. Okay. So this is where I think things are going. And um, I really believe that con that has opinion and um, perspective inside it, it's, is, is essentially, you know, belongs to the future of, of con SEO. That's a good place to end. That's a good line to end it on. That was a very, uh, like, that was a strong statement. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Th thank, you for, thank you for dropping that in like the exact right moment. Yeah. It's good to know that it was a perfect moment for it. <laughs> so, so before before we head off, where can people find you? Sure. So uh, you can head over to minusia.com and uh, you can also uh, find me on uh, on LinkedIn, Yorgos uh, Hasiotis. Connect. Uh, feel free to connect with us. And um, yeah. So no Twitter, huh? No Twitter. I hear that a lot. Uh, not yet. All right. Yet. All right. We'll, we'll get we'll we'll get you into our honey trap here. <laughs> sure. Drag why not? you down to the to the trenches of Twitter. Why not ruin your life? I mean, and you'll have so much fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming on. The SEO rant comes out each week on Thursdays, except when it doesn't. But most weeks it does. So on Thursdays, sub subscribe and you'll be notified. Anyway. Again, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I really appreciate it. This was one of my favorite conversations, one of my favorite topics. So thank you very much. Thank you, Modi. Got into my audience. Toodles.